Hello, everyone, and welcome back to A Pinch to Poke, the show where I make a drink with Campari and tell you a thing. That's left Alex. He talks way too fast. But if you ever want to hang out sometime, come find me. And that in your other ear was right, Alex, and I think usually he's just trying to slow us down. Anyway, what's today's episode about? I recently went looking and found a recipe for a Campari Sour, one that has gin and one that doesn't. So today we are making both. First, the one that doesn't. We are joined today by Mary Kay, because you know I will thrust a cocktail at anyone that enters my home. Maybe you should think about that before it sounds like a policy. So this is the Campari Sour. So it's one and a half ounce Campari, excuse me, that's the bulk of it. An ounce of lemon juice. I actually had a lemon out, so I actually did fresh lemon juice, which I don't usually do. A... Half ounce of simple syrup, um, and then it calls for an egg white, which we're skipping, and then it says seven drops of orange bitters, which is not, I don't have a dropper on this one, so there's just like a little bit of orange bitters in there. Pretty close. That looked like 14 drops. Well, but I would do that and then a a dash. Here we go. Ooh. It's very pink. Oh, it smells fresh. Ugh. Oh, it's very sour. So I like it. Oh my. I like it too. It is, I think, a little more sour. Is mine different than, I want. than yours? It's very sour. <laughs> so my guess is the one with gin will be less sour because it's the a, the bulk of it is gin, and then a much smaller amount of it is Campari, and then it has. Lemon juice and. I think it's mostly lemon syrup. juice. I like it. I don't taste a lot of lemon. It's kind of grapefruity to me. Yeah, so I think that's the, kind of the, the core of the Campari is that kind of citrus peel flavor. My whole mouth is watering. Because it is like citrus peel and lemon juice. It's quite definitely, to me, it's a definitely a summer drink. I wouldn't yeah. see this in the. Right. This is not. Uh, and cold I, maybe I've been in Happy Folly all mode and. <laughs> Right, we're on the tail end of the hot days where you can drink this and feel good about it. Seek a little extra orange bitter tops. Probably. Mmm. Oh. More orange bitters. That's a radically different drink now. Yeah, I'll try it. That fast? Mm-hmm. Well, it's it, it, like the, the smell of the bitters. Mm-hmm. Mom, try that one. Oh. Like radically different. Yeah. And that's the fun of this podcast and this game is that like you make something and you add a little of something else and it's just... You just put such a tiny bit in it. So, like, I actually put that, quite, that feels quite like a, a bit of bitters. Like a warmer mm-hmm. drink, well, no, sure. with a more this bitters. Is, this is what? spicy, you know, spiced yeah. clove. So maybe, maybe I should have put more bitters into the drink. A recurring part of this show is not knowing how to use things correctly, and in this episode, it's once again bitters, where I'm not sure if I'm supposed to put them in the drink or shake them with a the drink or put them in at the end. I'm sure someone knows the, quotes, correct answer, but we usually find it more effective to put them in at the end. But I like this, but it's not Weird. It's not kind of quite like the same refreshing as like the whiskey sour that we had. Right. Or even the brandy sour that I made. Right. This is like Tasty. tea party, a little more uptight summer fun. This one is? Yeah. 
No, I didn't see that. <laughs> well, we we and recently we, experimented we, making some sours with other like like whiskey and brandy, and they're just like a little different. A wine drinker would say that this has a lot of structure. Mmm, interesting. Once more with gin. So this one is an ounce and a half of gin, which is how much Campari we had last time, and then only half that much Campari. So it's ah, so this is more like a more gin like a drink. gin. Sour with. with Campari. The other change to this is there's less lemon juice. There's only this, I mean, this internet recipe calls for three quarters of an ounce of lemon juice instead of a whole ounce, which will also make it less soury. Yeah. But there's more spirits in here to make it more aggressive. We do want to point out, though, that last time you used a fresh lemon, and I did this do is that. lemon juice. So, Mary Kay, what's it like to be a guest on our show? It's a little intimidating, kind of fun. This looks like cotton candy color. That's a great quote. I will use that. Yeah, this is a a very different sort of pink. Yeah, I think it's a lighter pink. It's more diluted. It's like almost more orange pink, though. Cheers. Cheers. It smells like furniture cleaner. (laughs) I don't think it really smells like anything, to be honest. But the gin really comes through in essence. Oh no, Mom doesn't like it. <laughs> it certainly does. That's I, how you find out you don't like gin. Yeah, I don't hate it. Uh, I think it would be better with a gin that was less of that herbal burn mm-hmm. and more junipery. I do not care for the gin. All right, <laughs> try this. I added more. some of the orange bitters. Try it this way, because I think that these recipes are just. Maybe not as well balanced as they should be. And again, they yeah. added the bitters into the shaker. So, like, that's a the orange the, the, fruitens it up a little bit. So now it's like a nice wide across the whole palate as mm-hmm. opposed to like just the herbal or just the bitter. I did really like both of these drinks. It's very important to have a gin for this project that plays well with Campari, maybe one that's more bright and citrusy. But I think the Campari sour that doesn't have gin actually works really well as a light, crisp, refreshing drink with fairly low alcohol. Best in the summer, and not when the early fall breeze blows across the microphone to ruin your recordings. Welcome to The Poke, where we look at a bit of hidden history. Today we're talking about how the airline industry has to thank prohibition for a lot of things it was the roaring 20s roaring because there were cars and airplanes and everyone was celebrating after world war one america had a lot of pilots and planes laying around and trying to find uses the common version of this history is that they all went barnstorming and demonstrated their skills around America. But recently, historians have been piecing together that a lot of this barnstorming was a cover for running moonshine. Some wealthy persons would just hire pilots to fly them out of the country to go party. But most people couldn't afford that. So during Prohibition, it was extremely common for pilots to at least have a side hustle of moving hooch around. And while organized crime was certainly involved, organization was also involved, and some of the first airlines and the structures that led to the more 
lasting airlines were rooted in these moving people and moonshine around. It's worth noting that this is also where NASCAR got started. Because the best way to not be caught with moonshine is to not be caught by driving faster than everyone else. That's all for today's episode of A Pinch and a Poke. At least now we can drink moonshine without going to jail. Make sure you visit the episode description for two cocktail recipes and links to this story. Thanks for listening.